It is the season of gifts, and what better gift to give than the gift of golf? Right now, Peter Yagen Golf Course is doing a holiday savings of $50 off all memberships through the month of December. Give the gift of golf today with Peter Yagen Golf Course. Take your business to the next level with LW Consulting. We offer eye-catching websites, viral social media campaigns, business development strategies, and so much more. And guess what? We're thrilled to announce that LW Consulting proudly sponsors Chin Music with Mitch and Tony. Give us a call today at 406-855-6595 or visit our website at lwconsultingmt.com. Welcome to episode 14 of Chin Music. I'm one of your hosts, Mitch Bone. And I'm the other host, the other guy, as they call it. My name's Tony Legale. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Tony, how's it going, man? Well, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. At least at my house. Yeah, we got the lights up. I've had the tree up since Halloween. Wow. I, I can't say that at our house. It is beginning to look a lot like Christmas. It is. But it got put up last week. <laughs> um, outside, thankfully, in Montana, it is not looking like Christmas. I know. Which is it's a nice change like of pace. Fucking May. <laughs> <laughs> it's been absolutely beautiful, which is good. Good for work. Good for... Uh, Safety, uh, you know, but uh, I could use some snow to really spruce up these lights, I gotta tell you. Uh, in the Christmas spirit, Mitchell, you know, I'm gonna start wrapping presents today. That's how serious this is right now. I've always said I want a brown Christmas, so That's this might disgusting. be my year. That's gross. That's the grossest thing I've ever heard. <sighs> Moving on, this might be my year, man. <laughs> Yeah, it might be. Yeah, no, this would be a good time for uh, Goldsmith Galleries to run their promotion. If it snows 59 inches on Christmas Day, we'll give you a brand new Roly and an Escalade. <laughs> Just come in today, <laughs> sign up, <laughs> subscribe, whatever you got to do. And if it snows 59 inches any day, I'm giving up. <laughs> yeah, 59 inches any day. You probably won't be available to pick up your rolly. I got to tell you. Yeah, you guys got drone delivery? Uh, <laughs> hey, Amazon probably does have drone delivery, so. I mean, they probably can make that shit happen. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. Mitchell, I love Christmas. I, I got a couple things that really make the holiday season for me. Memories, etc. Yes. What about yourself? Is there something particular that you most look forward to? Besides Santa Claus coming to your house on Christmas Eve night, anything else that you look forward to? You know, for me, it's really just time with my family. Um, we're big movie people in our house, so Ooh. Christmas movies start on Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah. What's the first one you watch every year? Come on. Christmas Vacation. Let's go, one. baby. You guys always number one. You guys, you guys robbed, uh, you guys, uh, you guys took that from us. I think, I think that's what happened. No, it is funny though. I mean, you know, and that's the thing about these Christmas movies. It's amazing. So there's this new one with Eddie Murphy that just came out. It's called candy cane lane or something like I that. I saw that one. Yeah. Bro. It was a great show. I thought yeah. it was funny. I thought it was entertaining. There's good family stuff in there. Light, a lot of the adult humor as well. Eddie Murphy was great, but you think you watch these movies now and you never know. That's why I always watch Christmas movies because you never know which is going to be the next new classic, right? Like, uh, who would have thought, you know, that Christmas Vacation would be the Christmas mu movie? I really firmly believe that, that everybody in America heavily relies on that, right? Like, when I was growing up, yeah. um, it was the Christmas story. Like, the Christmas story was, and it's still massive, the Christmas story it is. is, right? But, like, 
it was the thing when I was a kid. And then it just has formed into, it's amazing when Shelby and I had got together, that, that was her tradition. Her family did the same thing. Christmas or Thanksgiving night, just like our family, watch, watch Christmas Vacation. And, that, yep. and you can watch that movie. I mean, shoot, we've watched between that and The Grinch, we've watched those movies already about five, six times each. Yep. Now I have to ask on The Grinch, Ooh. which version? Because there's like three or four. The best version. Like, I'm sorry, but like that, the the Jim Carrey reenactment and just, I remember going to that movie with my grandpa, I think I was 10, right? For the yep. first time ever seeing that movie in theaters. And I still remember the day like it was yesterday. I mean, that was, a, it, it's just beautiful. I freaking love the humor. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, love it, love it. No, I agree. I mean, no disrespect to the original, the OG Grinch, because <clears throat> that's good too. But that Jim Carrey one, man, is just something special. And there's just little snip, snippets you pick up every single time you watch that show too. Just a For good sure. humor. For sure. So No, it's funny. There's like... <clears throat> Excuse me. There's three probably main movies that everybody in America watches. Mm -hmm. I think it's Christmas Vacation, Home Alone, and Elf. Elf, yeah, that's a good one. I got to watch that one this year. You know, I never... I know it sounds wild, but I never was a Home Alone man. Like... Really? Yeah, I just, you know, I understand that Christmas is going on in that movie. But to me, I don't know. They just made a couple more after that. If it would have just been the one, I'm sure it would have stood out as to me as to a Christmas, definitely Christmas, Christmas movie. But like the whole series is not really based all around Christmas, right? That's true. The second and third one aren't as much. Yeah. No. So that kind of, three. Yeah. Took, took the Christmas spirit out of Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin. Can you imagine like being a like NFL, MLB, NHL player and having your name being Macaulay Culkin? No, I couldn't. Mm, <laughs> that's what I'm going to name my first one. Macaulay. That's when they... Um... Macaulay Legale steps up to the dish now. That's when they use a uh, fake name as their actual or as their like professional name on sports. Yeah, it's sick. Sick. Um, yeah, so, shoot, Christmas is upon us. Everybody's kind of winding down from what I gather, you know, uh, whether it's work, whether it's whatever. Like, you know, this is the best time of year, man. You got Thanksgiving. You hit it real hard. Go, uh, go back to work for a couple days, and then it seems like, what is it, today the 9th? Yep. I mean, you got 10 days of preparation for you know, which is everybody kind of eases off the gas pedal towards the end of the year. So this oh, is the yeah. funnest. I, to me, this is the most fun part. And then I like having Christmas and then knowing that five days later, we're looking at a New Year's celebration as well. So the holidays never stop until after no. the first of the year. And it's amazing. And I'm freaking jacked. So it, It's the best time of year for yeah. sure, man. I mean, yeah. tonight I'm going to a party at the R Club and Billings here and I'm going to be oh, going dressed as the Buddy street. the Elf. Oh, uh, Buddy. Yeah. Buddy. Buddy. <laughs> I love that in that movie when he falls on him. Buddy. Right? <laughs> right? Yeah, no. I mean, it's just such a great time. And it's a time when even as adults, you can get wrapped up in the magic of it. And it's just great. Yeah, dude. I know. I love it, too. I, I mean, going to restaurants. Like, it, like, I don't, I'm not a big going out kind of guy. Like I like cooking stuff on my Traeger and doing my own thing, getting off work and not having to deal with anything other than what I got going on or my family at least. Right. And we went out to Carver's. Have you been to Carver's? I absolutely love Carver's. You know, yes. I, I, I took a client of mine, uh, Shelby and I took a client of mine out to dinner. Uh, she wanted to buy us a wedding dinner. Uh, she wasn't able to make it, so she bought us dinner. That was my first experience there. Um, I didn't eat as much because I had to skate that night, the night that we went. But then we had went back. Shelby's mom's in town, and we went back there about three nights ago, and I shoved. Like, 
It's amazing. Oh, dude. And the meat, everything's awesome quality. They get a nice candied flavor on every single thing, whether, you know, I mean, you can candy pretty much anything, but like, dude, yeah, I, I just really enjoy, especially this time of year, you got the Christmas music playing. It's kind of dress up, but kind of casual, you know, it's, yep. so I like that about it. You know, I, I mean, there's nothing worse than going out and whether it's in Vegas or downtown Billings or whatever for like a, you know, a night out in the town and you walk in and everybody just looks sloppy, you know, it's right. just like, it's amazing. You watch like, and I, best example is that you watch some of these old school Vegas movies and how everybody used to dress up just to go to Vegas. Now you go on the strip and everybody's, you know, wearing whatever the hell they want. Haggard yeah, sweats. Basically. They don't give any <laughs> shit. Yeah. The class in Vegas is gone. Because <laughs> so, the Raiders moved into town. Well, that makes sense. Makes a ton of sense. Right? <laughs> so, um, yeah. So the seasons are upon us. Life is good. Everyone's healthy. Mitchell. Yes. What's going on in uh, the world of sports that uh, we can tell our listeners about? Well, first, before we get into that, we Whoa. actually, as a podcast, have an announcement. Oh! Yes. That's a drum roll. So we are fast approaching 10,000 listens. Whoa. Yes. There is that many people out there that have stooped to this level. That's what it says to me. Now, I will be in 100% fairness as we just started this podcast, Chin Music, in this or in August, excuse me, I looked at my calendar on my computer and it said December, so I said December. Mm-hmm. Um, it's combining both Chin Music and my other podcast, Wide Left Sports. Combined, they are at ten thousand, roughly ten hundred thousand, hundred thousand views on just this show alone. That's what I heard. Awesome, right? <laughs> that is awesome. Can you so, believe hundred k in fourteen episodes? Like, we're gaining some traction, you know what I mean? Insane. So we're doing a meet and greet at the end of January here in Billings at Metal Arc Brewing. Yes, we are. Yep, that'll be fun. Come meet us. Come shake our hands. Come meet us. Come shake our hands. Come spit at us, whatever you feel like doing. Yeah, spitting. (laughs) I like to spit. (laughs) But no, um, we're going to have some great giveaways, a couple raffle items um it'll be a great time i got something uh got something for uh speaking of viewership i think this will launch us through the roof one sec i i I wrote you a song oh okay yeah Yeah, no i came up with it myself it's never been done in the history of lyrics so you'll just have to bear with me okay i'm gonna grab my guitar it's probably out of tune because i don't play it that often but let me just grab it okay okay this will be interesting, guys. A world premiere of a Tony Legale song. Can't wait. Okay, Mitchell. Like I said, never been done in the history. So if it sounds familiar, just, you know, disregard because just know that I came up with it on my own and nobody else <laughs> could have ever done that. Okay. All right. Here we go. Let's see if this thing's in tune. Love it. And I wrote this especially for you, Mitch. All right. Today was going to be the day that they're going to throw it back to you. By now you should have somehow realized what you got to do I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about Mitchell That's all the farther I've gotten. It's pretty personal, I know. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's it was on my heart to write that for you. Oh, I appreciate that, man. That was great. You're welcome. Yeah, no, it took my creativity to a whole nother level writing those those lyrics. 
on a more serious note from that, you actually are a very good guitar player and singer. So <laughs> good job. So anyways, moving on, uh, now that now that we just spiked our views another hundred thousand. Let's go, baby. And ripped off Wonderwall, but you know, whatever. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What did you say? Absolutely nothing. It's okay. Okay. Forget it. Forget it. Yeah. I'm glad you like the song that I put my heart and soul into. <laughs> Anyways. Um, all right. Yeah. So let's get on, get in, into this. We're approaching the fantasy playoffs, the fantasy playoffs, the fantasy, fantasy, fantasy playoff, playoff. Yes. And your team is pretty dang good. Last I knew. I mean, Unless they've fallen off a cliff. I've waited all year. I've waited all year to have my receiving core. I say wait all year because you'll get it in a sec, but my main three wide receivers, and I play a flex, and we play two wide receivers and a flex. I got the A.J. Brown alphabetically in order. All right? I got A.J. Brown. Jamar Chase as a number two receiver and as a number three, which that number two, you know, the stock's a little hurt because Joey B. Joe Cool is unavailable, but... In the three hole, I got Mr. Jeff Justin Jefferson, baby. Ooh, all three, all three of those. I mean, regardless if we they do good or not, it's really cool to have all three of those in your starting lineup. I'm just gonna say, I have no clue how you landed all three. I'm gonna say that because I'm a magician, bro. I make trades, man, about important stuff. Fantasy football is important. Are you trading with people that have no clue about anything about football? Like, no. No, so my first round draft pick, Jamar Chase, uh, picked up A.J. Brown in like the third round, so I had pretty good value on him. Having both uh, of those two doesn't surprise me. It's uh, having Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson that's like... Mm-hmm. Yep, so eight-man league. Um, this league's been around for about eight years. Eight-man league. Uh, I traded Trevor Lawrence as soon as Justin Jefferson got hurt, right? And he was going to miss seven to eight weeks or whatever the case may be. I thought, shoot, I got some depth, you know, here. And I got the quarterback. It's a quarterback heavy league. So, like, quarterbacks are pretty pertinent. Yeah. Uh, quarterback heavy league. I got some depth. So, I traded Trevor Lawrence and Dallas Goddard for a banged up Justin Jefferson and got the guy to do it. Guy's dumb. I don't know who he is, but even like five, six weeks of Justin Jefferson is better than nothing. Oh, hell yeah. I got a JJ. So, and a quarterback now. I picked up Kyler Murray on the waiver wire. So, I got Kyler and Justin Herbert as my QBs. So, you or, just have the all banged up crew pretty much. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But <laughs> fantasy playoffs, that's when it counts, baby. You just got to make the playoffs and you got a shot at the money. So, I don't. I haven't heard. Is Justin Jefferson playing this week? Uh, yeah, he better. He's in my starting lineup. Of course, he's been in my starting lineup for the last three weeks. I actually just put him in there just so I can look at my lineup and just reflect on all the good decisions I've made. But I think this year, uh, this week, excuse me, he will play. That sucks. For... Playing the Raiders, that's why I say that. Oh yeah, no. He, I think he's. Let me let me just verify. I would hate to give our listeners uh, non-factual information. Most of this show is based on facts. Oh, complete facts. Just like, straight facts. You harsh, can fact check you know? everything we say, and it is one thousand percent true. Yeah, and I think I'm actually fourteen and zero because I've done a pick of the week. Fourteen and zero for picks of the week on betting. Really. More like eight and three, or like eight and seven, but close enough. Or eight and eight and six, yeah, close enough. Fourteen eight and, and 0 six, fourteen better. and zero. They're they're, yeah. they're basically the same. But we got a winning record, you know, and that's what matters. That's coach. It, it's true. Uh, JJ, let's see, let's see. He's projected twenty-two points. So Jefferson has been removed from Vikings injury report, and will face no restrictions in his return to game action Sunday versus the Raiders. Shit. Let's go. Well, that just ruined our chances to win. Yeah. Vegas. <laughs> Anyhow. So, um, yeah. So, it's an exciting time of year, man. I mean, fantasy playoffs. <sighs> Lots of sports on. Oh, yeah. Yes. So, 
college football is kind of at its mecca of time right now. It is. It is. And that was a big conundrum. Why don't you get into elaborate on the conundrum of the playoff? Yeah. So I, um, to the playoff, it's um, number one, Michigan. Number two, Washington. Number three is um, Ohio State, I think. And then number four is Alabama. Number four is Alabama. Yeah, Alabama. Wow, they got it. Well, wait, let me see who number three is. I forget who number three is. Let me look that up really quick. Because I forget that. But anyway, what the big conundrum is, is that... um, that Florida State went undefeated and um, right. they did not make it even though they went undefeated. And so they are even looking at suing Whoa. the NCAA over that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It, it's actually really bad. Um, so I don't know. My thought is, oh, I'm sorry. Number three is Texas. Yeah, Texas. Sorry. Um, So my thought with the whole Florida State not making it is it's all based on the ACC. The ACC is not that strong of a conference. Yeah, and that's what they're telling America by doing so. Yeah, I mean, the SEC, obviously Alabama won the SEC, and that's the mecca of college football. Um, I think with the Pac-12 – um, not being a conference after this year and with Washington going undefeated and beating Oregon, mm-hmm. they had to put Washington in almost. It's just such a, man, it's just a joke, man. This is why I don't follow college football. You know that, right? I mean, like, yeah, it's just, I know it's, it's, it, it, it's just, there's, there's nothing to follow, bro. There's nothing to follow. Like you can watch your team and have your pride and all that good stuff, but like if your team if your team's undefeated, they still might not have a chance to compete for the national title. I I don't get that. I, I I'll never get that. And there's many undefeated teams, and I understand that the strength in the conferences or the way that they are. Yeah. But in, in order to make it <laughs> legit, like there there's got to be. I mean, you can't, I mean, they're taking the, the, the whole place, the whole thing of a heater. And I know football is a little different, right? It's week to week. So there's not, right. you know, if you you can't win six games in a row in baseball, like you can, you know, in 15, no. in 12 days or whatever. Right. Like I get it. Um, but you're really, you're really taking the element of the heater out of it. And there's nothing more uh, fun, like more exciting than watching a team that's just, you know, maybe not a powerhouse, but they're on a freaking heat piece, and it's tough to stop a heater, man. Mm-hmm. Really well, is. Well, the, the problem is, so, and I think another part of the reason why um, Florida State did not make it is that they are down to their second or third string quarterback. Yeah. And so they were worried that if they put them in there, they're just going to get their butt kicked. Yeah, yeah, they're, uh, I don't know. Well, and, I mean, those. And at the end of the day, um, the NCAA is a business. Yeah. All sports leagues are a business. Yeah. And um, last year, there was an absolute throttling by Georgia of TCU. It was like 65 to 7. Well, yeah. I mean, that's so that's their evidence, right? Like, you know what I mean? Their track record is just dismal in regards to, you know, the committee, the committee. It's like, dude, this is ridiculous, bro. Like, they, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going on a rant here because I actually don't really give a shit. Like, as long as something's on while I'm smoking my prime rib and I got something to bet on, I'm a happy guy. But I'm just saying, make it eight teams, make it 10, make They're it something. They're making it 12 next year. For sure. Is that for sure? Yes. They just announced that after they hosed FSU or what? No, that's been announced the whole year. Hmm. Well, They're at expanding least, it to 12. At least this year, I mean, I think that that would be super enticing, and you want to get some viewership and have some stakes on the line before the national championship in the semifinal round. Make that fourth spot a plan, you know. Make it a plan if you get it. If you if yeah. you're top tier team, thirteen and zero FSU versus Alabama, 
let's go. Let's see who's supposed to be in there. Let's yeah. let's the stakes up, you know, on a you know, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. No, I, I don't know. I think the twelve team playoff will help out. I, I do get that they don't want a blowout. And with FSU being on their second or third string quarterback, mm-hmm. it would have been versus Michigan. And um Yeah. No, and I know, yeah, if I'm a Michigan fan or whatever, and I'm not speaking as a fan here, I'm just speaking as a you know consumer of all sports, right? Mm-hmm. But like those guys aren't worried about it, but no. in their defense great seasons on all those teams for sure for sure you know we'll move on from college football after i just make one comment here it is an absolute shame that the pac-12 is going away after this year i agree an absolute shame i mean oregon is a great school washington's a great school usc even Mm -hmm. like ucla has good football years arizona was good this year Oregon State was good this year. Yeah. Washington was good at the beginning. And it's just like nothing now. And it it's mm-hmm. it's such a shame. I was watching that the last Pac-12 championship game and it was so sad. Just <laughs> how electric the Allegiant Stadium was there in Vegas. Oh yeah. And knowing that this was going to be the last Pac-12 championship game. Yeah. As a fan of the Pac-12 that I've been my whole life it is just so sad. And I wish I wish that if they would have wanted to do this, that's fine. I wish the Big Ten would have said, we will take all 12 of your teams mm-hmm. and just have it be under the Big Ten umbrella. Yeah. Well, I don't know. But that's, it was just, it was so sad. I mean, they even had like all of the mascots from all the schools like on at the stadium and they were all just like huddled in the corner of the stadium at the end of the game like all hugging each other <laughs> that's pretty and cool it's just, it's just like this is so sad like it's sad this is a championship Dr. game it shouldn't be sad hello <laughs> but, um the anticipated are the Grizzlies going to go to the national championship? They are tough. I will say I watched their game last night. They look good. They look good. But I still think South Dakota State's better. SDSU will roll the deal. I really think so. If they get to the national championship, I think they beat anybody they play by 20. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying. They're, they're no, I, I completely agree. If either NDSU or South Dakota State make it, yeah. they are winning it. Yeah, NDSU is a competitive team. They don't really have an offensive firepower. I mean, that back had an explosive game against the Cats. Yeah. But outside of that, I mean, you know, they're small and whatever, but they are massive up front. NDSU is. They are that offensive line is going to tire out every defense in the end. Dude, that t- they got a tight end that's built like Travis Kelsey, like massive dude. Like, yeah. yeah. So. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm anxious to see. This is when FCS is fun, like the last yeah. two or three rounds. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. I will say that, that that Grizz game last night was insane. Yeah. Yep, that was a good one. Go Montana, man, you know. Shoot, you you got to jump ship and go uh, root on the Grizzlies, man. I, I you guess. don't have to, but, I mean, it's polite, too. Yeah, it is polite. We are Montana. I will s- I will say it's cool to see a Montana team doing well, even if it's the Grizz. <laughs> yeah, I know. And what a turnaround, too. I mean, you talk about, you know, getting blown out by NAU this year. Yeah. <laughs> and then oh, come- after that game and then barely beating a D2 school. Yeah. And then they changed quarterbacks. The- got to give it, got to give it to them, man. They changed quarterbacks. Guy looks great. And oh, yeah. Now they're there where they are. I mean, all over social media, and this is, of course, social media people, but Fans were calling for Bobby Houck to be fired. Oh, yeah. And saying that this is the end of the Grizz dynasty. We're done. <laughs> I mean, I can't really blame them. I can't after, either. They almost lost to Ferris NAU. State. Like, Yeah. Ferris State's a hockey school, by the way. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> yeah. Like, they're a decent football school for a D2, but mm-hmm. 
they're still a D2 football school. Like, mm-hmm. they're just not – they shouldn't have competed with the Grizz. No, I agree. I agree. I agree. Um, we got a little bit of baseball movement, a lot of parts, moving parts to this deal. All I know is that opening day, I will be watching my Yankees, and I get to see Alex Verdugo. Aaron Judge and Juan Soto. Yeah, how did they allow that outfield? It's disgusting, and I'm happy about it. I'm still not sold on the Yankees and what they got going on. I just, there's something off here. I'm hoping my spirit can be rekindled rekindled, because I, uh, um, yeah, just I, I don't know that they have their process in order. The guys that they did protect, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, who's our who's our studs? Who's our arms? That's what it always boils down to unless they can make a big acquisition in the, uh, um, you know, during the season of a big starter or whatever, then I'll start maybe believing. But we'll see, man. You know, it's tough, man. Players aren't the same when they go to New York. So um, they're either you know, really good at- or they are awful. Look at that contract. I swear, like, there's something there. I don't know what's going on. Actually, did you know that, like, Aaron Judge, super, uh, super, uh, you know, lights up Yankee Stadium, right, with the short porch and right? Um, yeah. Lefties that pull the ball or see that, like, they're, like, statistically uh, at a disadvantage because they all try to pull and they don't spray the ball around and all that stuff. I did read that. Um, well, yeah, so it's we'll like, see. so... Anthony Rizzo, who played for the Cubs and then went to the Yankees. Oh, yeah. Not that he's bad with the Yankees, because no. he's not he, bad. He looked great starting out last year. Like, he was like a different person. Right. But he's not what he's been with the Cubs. And I think it's because, like you were saying, with that right field porch being so short, lefties are just like, it's there. I'm going to hit it there. Mm, and yeah. I, I mean, I liked him. Yeah, he just kind of petered off and kind of inconsistent. But, you know, he's also been in the league for a little bit. You know, he's also a little bit older, so that could be a part older. of it, too. Yeah, yeah. I, you just lose it to a certain extent. But it's not like he's lost anything by any means. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. So that'll be interesting to see. Um, where's Otani going to go? So I've heard, and this is all hearsay because – he is being super hush hush with where he's going. Um, I've heard either the Dodgers, <clears throat> Giants. I'm gonna screw up. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I know. Or a team that's come out as a front runner that everybody is surprised as is the Blue Jays. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just want. Yeah. You got to get that guy on a postseason team. I just want him out of the AL West. I- if he's not going to sign in Seattle, get him out of the AL West. <laughs> he's got to be on a contender. That I mean, there's got to be some some money there to from. I don't know how it all works upstairs in the MLB, but like if you want your viewership in the postseason to skyrocket, get him on a team that's going to make the postseason. <laughs> yeah. So basically, like now. Yeah. There's no pay or there's no cap in. Um, baseball like there is in literally every other sport right so it's just however much the um, owner wants to spend yeah it is and and you know and I say that it's pretty pretty important because you know uh, as a guy that's that got to live through Mike Trout okay this is disgusting for me to even say because the guy's a animal right but I never watched that guy in October. So like it, I'm I'm actually not a huge I don't have a huge heart on for Mike Trout. I just I just I never I never have. And it and it's not because he's, you know, bad or you know, I don't like him or anything like that. I just you know, every time I watch the guy play cuz seldomly like I'll sit down and watch a game. Every time I I swear, every single time I've watched that guy play, I've never seen him hit a nuke, which doesn't show that I so watch baseball. So you've never a seen ton. him play the Mariners. No, yeah, no. I mean, I, I just, I don't know. I, I like the freak of nature kind of type of type of talent. And I will say, him on defense, that's something special to watch, right? Like, 
and he's a great player. And like I said, I'm not here dogging on Mike Trout. Like I'm not ignorant. I'm not that ignorant. Right. But like, um, he just doesn't do it for me. I mean, I like the show. I like the pizzazz. I like, you know, I like watching these guys that are, and they're all freaks in nature. Let's be honest, you know, what they can do. Um, I don't know, like watching. Yeah. I don't know. Just, but goes to show you the importance of exposure to the world if Otani ends up on a team that like the Chicago White Sox or the Toronto Blue Jays Toronto Blue Jays they got a, that's a that's a good fit right you got Vlad Guerrero Jr. Bo that's Bichette. an insane fit that that's would the, be that'd be salty that'd be nice yeah. and it'd be huge for Toronto because the thing about Toronto is they got to somehow compete with the Yankees and the Orioles mm-hmm. and the Rays mm-hmm. that somehow find a way to win even though they get rid of players and all that stuff all the time. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. Indeed. Um, so yeah, for that's sure. what we got for baseball. Well, I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant when it comes to oh, baseball. Here. Okay. Here it comes. Let me guess the Mariners are involved. <laughs> hey, yeah. Mm, weird. <laughs> so, you know, how we're talking about not having a payroll or, or a cap or anything like that. And it all being, up to the owner of how much they want to spend. Mm-hmm. Well, the Mariners owner has decided let's cut payroll. So we had Teoscar Hernandez, who is one of the best power hitters in baseball. Teoscar Hernandez. Yeah, we didn't offer him a qualifying <laughs> offer. He's a free agent now. We traded our third baseman, uh, Eugenio Suarez mm-hmm. for a backup catcher and a reliever with like a six ERA. Mm. We traded one of our starting outfielders, a uh, starting pitcher who probably wouldn't have pitched for us this year, but up until this year has been, he's actually been our ace in some of our bad years. Um, and then we traded a first baseman that just hasn't worked out yet hmm. um, to the Braves for two pitchers. One has never pitched professionally. He had Tommy Perfect. John and hasn't pitched. And then another one that, again, has like a six ERA. So the Mariners are looking, the things are looking up in Seattle again. Things are, I do not understand what our ownership is doing. Mm-hmm. Unless they are saving money for a big name free agent, I don't know what they're doing. This is an ownership group that also about three or four years ago announced during the season that Kyle Seeger uh, wouldn't probably be a Mariner <laughs> midway through the season. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> just the most <laughs> ignorant. You watch some of those press press conferences, and you're just like, "What are you guys trying to do?" Like, yeah, who are you trying to? Imp- I, I don't get it. Our the general manager Jerry Depoto has come out and said, I'm more than fine with us only winning 54% of the games each year. Okay, well, that is better than um, half, which I think is like 78, 80, or no, that's not 78, it's like 87 games, something like that. Mm. And in the AL, that's not getting you to the playoffs. Mm-mm. So he's fine with I would I would much rather be like the Oakland A's and just be god awful. Just be dog shit for like ever. Be dog shit for like four or five years, get a bunch of good draft picks and develop them and have a god squad like what the Astros do now. Well, I tell you what, man, if anybody's got I mean, I'm not saying that they're, you know, knocking the socks every every year of uh you know, revenue, but like the A's got to have money, bro. Somewhere. Like you're going to Vegas. Like y- you need an attraction. Who's the attraction going to be? Oh, is it Mr. Shohei Otani? If Shohei Otani signs with the A's, Vegas. I will never watch a baseball game again in my life. You, he would look good in those yellow and green unis. He would look terrible in yellow. And you green don't know. What are you talking about? Oh my gosh! Here we go. Let's that would see. actually look bad. Like, 
Hitting nukes on the strip. Shohei Otani. That would be cool. Yeah. As a visitor. You'd want to go see that game, right? That would make me excited. Then I would watch more MLB during the year. If (laughs) other than when I want to take a nap. Anyways, uh, moving on here. Uh, Let's see here. Anything else? Uh, Yes, I guess I got one pick of the day. Oh, pick of the day. Pick of the day. Pick of the day. Pick of the day. Uh, Boston Bruins are hosting the Phoenix Coyotes. In Boston, they got a nine-two and one home record this year. And don't tell me you're going with your heart. I'm not. I can't. Okay. I'm going with the Bruins in regulation. It's like minus one thirty right now. The line. So I mean, that's pretty juicy. I don't believe it's going to go to overtime. So the Bruins are a better team. The Coyotes, however, uh, are uh, young and a lot better than people anticipated. Um, but yeah, in, in Boston, in regulation with that, with that sexy line, you know, you're, you're not getting juice to death. That extra juice on there is worth the squeeze, baby. For sure. So for people that don't know, Tony may be the only Arizona Coyotes fan on the planet, but mm-hmm. for sure in Montana. For so sure. how did you become a Coyotes fan, man? You know what, man? Uh, and that is a hundred percent true. I might even be the only Arizona Coyote fan in in Arizona. Uh, <laughs> yeah, truly. Uh, no, I grew up watching hockey. Love Jeremy Roenick. Jeremy Roenick. Um, actually, a really good story that I'm going to share with you right now. Um, watched uh, one of my other childhood favorites was Tyson Nash. Okay, and Tyson Nash is now the like color commentator for the Yotes. Has been since I was in college. Uh, before that too, um, so he's been there quite a bit, right? So I got to go down, and 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 I'm pretty fortunate this way. My coach in Arizona, my head college coach, um, he had season tickets on the glass at Jobbing.com Arena. So shoot, I'd go. I mean, I've probably been to 40, 50 Coyote games, NHL, and it's on the glass. Like it's a whole different experience. Like it's, it's amazing. Right. Well, I actually, um, can mimic Tyson Nash. Tyson Nash talks like this and his, uh, the coach of the Coyotes cannot be happy about their performance. That's just how he talks. (laughs) So I actually, do you remember Vine? Yeah, like Vine. I love yeah. Vine, by the way. That was pre-TikTok. Uh, That's dating us a little bit. Bro, I loved Vine. <laughs> and I actually became friends with Tyson Nash on Vine and then mimicked him and made a Vine mimicking solely him and sent it directly to him. And he messaged back, ha that's funny, the, whatever. So I had dialogue with him. And then like three months later, I got to go in the Mercedes Benz lounge underneath the ice where the players come out into their bench and had a photo and a follow-up conversation about that vine with Tyson Nash. Oh, that's awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So a lot of fond memories in, in the desert, man. So I, I'm always rooting for those guys. I did check out a coyotes game at their new arena. Well, it's not their new arena. It's mullet arena, which is on the campus of ASU, basically ASU stadium. And that was the big hype last year was mullet arena was the ultimate nhl experience and you could be really close to those guys it it wasn't i mean there is nothing comparable to watching a live nhl game at a at a huge arena like it is sick and the vegas nights pretty much ruined me that way um by going to their game because that's like a vegas show mixed into a little bit of hockey i mean it's (laughs) It's legit. He's a sideshow. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, but uh, yeah, no, shoot. I always watch them what the Coyotes are doing. So they're uh, hopefully they figured out they're on the verge of maybe potentially, of course, it's been the talk for the last 10 years, getting a new arena in Scottsdale, which would be awesome. That's good. That was going to be a question I had because I knew that that was uh, quite the debacle for them to get a new stadium. And it, it the is fact every that they're year. playing like, at yeah, a college every stadium year. is crazy. Yeah, every year is like, are the coyotes going to be around? They always drop the puck, same time everybody else does. So, um, other news in hockey last thing I got McDavid is back, baby. There was a stretch there, uh, when they fired their coach and all that stuff. There was about the first 15 games of the year, 
uh, I mean, I talked about it recently on the show, even that it was just like, what is going on with this guy? Right. Like, you know, he, you know, watching him dangle, he's back. He's a hundred percent back. Hasn't lost a step. He looks amazing. Um, the Oilers are playing well. Um, it's good to see. It's good for the game. There's a lot of Oilers followers out there. So awesome. So we don't, we won't touch much on the NBA cause we don't really follow that that much, but yeah. Their in-season tournament does end today. Well, okay, so what's going on there? Tell me about that. We talked about that on the last show. I didn't care enough to watch, um, but <laughs> what, what's going on with it at least? Yeah, so they last weekend they had their semifinal rounds. Um, and so I think they actually had their quarterfinal and semifinal last weekend. But anyways, um, so the teams that made it out of it, and are in the final. One is a surprise and one is not. So the Pacers made it out hmm. of their Eastern Conference part of the bracket. Okay. And then, of course, the Lakers made it out of the West. Um. So are the so is it competitive? Like, is this? Did you get to watch any of these games, Mitchell? I did. So I was watched it competitive. It. Like, do these guys give a shit? Oh yeah, so I watched really? a King. I watched a Kings Warriors game because my brother's a big Kings fan. For there's got to be money on the line. <laughs> like, so no there is, there is. Okay. So, okay. Um, each player gets money. Um, for each round that team makes it to, I think. Oh shit. And then they get more if they win it. Um, I think I know there's That's at least sweet. money at the end. Um, and so um, but I watched that Kings Warriors game you would have thought it was game seven of the NBA finals. Hmm. It was intense. The Kings won at the last second on the last second shot. And it was insane. Take that. Entice me more to watch. It's a good idea. It's a good concept. Entice me more. Take the top players in the NBA, the all-stars, sort of say take the top players and play a seven game series with them to kick off the year. And then I'll watch it. Yeah. You know what I've also heard is something they're floating around with this in season tournament is adding teams from around the world. That's not bad. Like, yeah. yeah Poland plays uh, the freaking Spurs. Yeah. That'd be sick. And then they come out with a dub because yeah. yeah, Spurs suck. Because, I mean, the NBA is pretty worldwide now. I mean, it's... Oh, yeah, it's massive. It's a massive deal. Yeah. And so um, if you could get, like, EuroLeague, if you can get um, the Chinese Basketball Association as, is a big one. From China. From China. <laughs> I think there's a pretty big league over in Australia. Right. Um, I love Australia. Right. Those guys can drink. Right. They can drink. Right. Oi, Tony, my roommate, Mr. Australia, bro. And he'd always be like, Tony, why do you got to, I don't understand why you lift so much, bro. You're going to, you're going to, you're going to ultimately destroy your body. And then you can't, you can't hit the ball with leverage because you're so freaking muscle band, mate. So I think if they got it to where all of those leagues came over <laughs> and they just did like a massive tournament in Vegas. Yeah. I think that could be really cool. That'd be sick. Vegas. Key. Vegas. That's where the uh, championship is in Vegas. Well, and also in Vegas, especially right around 7, 8 o'clock at night, it's nighttime, baby. Yes. <laughs> See, and the, and the game tonight is at 6.30 for basketball. So it's just sports city. It's always nighttime. It's nighttime. It is nighttime. Yes. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Nights play this evening, I believe. Very cool. Awesome. Very cool. <laughs> yeah, man. So, <laughs> so what do you got going on the rest of the weekend? You know, uh, not a whole lot. Oh, excuse me. Two o'clock game today against Dallas. In Dallas. Oh, so they're playing a in a little bit here. Be a tough one. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm open to the uh, over in that game. I think there's going to be goals because the last two matchups have been really tight. And the Stars are playing like shit. Um, but they squeaked one out the other night. Uh, rest of the weekend, uh, Christmas lights check. Those are done. 
Um, Got to wrap some presents, bake some cookies, uh, write my list to Santa on what I'd like for Christmas so yes. that he would respond accordingly in a timely fashion. That way there's no discrepancy as to what I actually need. Um, so I got to do that. Um, yeah. And then just, you know, I skated last night. I, uh, you know, popped a, popped a Gino, had a Gino. Uh, that was nice. Nice little goal. And uh, yeah, feeling recovering from that. My body's sore. Um, <laughs> yeah. Took a massive hit at the blue line from an XD1 hockey player, my buddy. Oh. Thought it would be a good idea to let me see what that experience is like. And it was uh, so fun that I didn't want to, would like to not do it again. Um, so that, that's good. 240 pounds just flat on the ice. I bet that was rough. It sucked. Anyways, moving on. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, no, it's going to be a fun weekend. Going to watch some NFL fantasy football playoffs. There's some uh, seeding games this week, week 14. Is it 13? 13? 14? 13, I think. Yeah, 13. Or no. No, it's 14. 14. It's got to be Raiders 14. Five and seven, and they've had their bye. It's 14 because we are on episode 14. Did we start at the same week as? We did. We did. Wow. We did. Anyways. What about you, Mitchell? What's on tap besides going as Buddy the Elf? Buddy the freaking Elf. He's an angry little elf, isn't he? <laughs> He is an angry elf. Um, besides that, I don't really know. Tomorrow, I actually, I do know. Tomorrow, I will be watching the Raiders take on the Vikings. Tomorrow. I'm going to leave here. Anyways, tomorrow. I'm going to bring. Sorry. Anyways. Uh, yeah, so tomorrow, the Raiders are uh, going to get their shit pushed in by who? The Vikings. Vikings, that's right. Vikings. Cool. Yep. So, going to go to Buffalo Wild Wings and watch that. Yeah. Get those boneless wings extra wet. Yes. You got to yes. ask for them extra wet. All right. Get all the sauce. Exactly. You don't run the risk of, anyways, regardless. Okay. Well, that's all I got, Mitchell. I'm ready for uh, the Christmas season. Let's keep going. Let's keep this going. And, you know, just want to say thanks to our sponsors and, um, thanks to all you guys that listen, and um, I guess we should mention our sponsors. Yeah. Um, Leif Wellhaven Consulting. Love it. We have Neil you, Byer Leif. with Eliphas, excuse me, real estate. Neil Byer, Byer, if you're looking for not a liar called Neil Byer. <laughs> <laughs> we have Erica Lip Photography. Oh, snap a photo today, and it's Erica's way. Uh, thanks, Erica. And then, last but not least, we have <laughs> Peter Yegan Golf Course here in Billings. Oh, like Peter Griffin. Like, oh, my God, Brian. Like, seriously, Peter Yegan Golf Course, especially their memberships this week. It's going to be absolutely fantastic, don't you think? Absolutely fantastic. I can't do a Boston accent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Lois, it's fine. But yeah, so thank you to our sponsors. Thank you to all you guys for listening and be sure to tune in next week for another episode of Chin Music. Oh, let's go.